Welcome, welcome, welcome to Scottish Watches Live this fine day, where today we are going to celebrate uh, all things 2020 in the world of watches. It's been a pretty terrible year for lots of things, but there has been one or two horological highlights, and our team gathered today are going to choose their best, and then we're all going to vote as usual and have some chat and some fun, and probably, I don't know who will be, I, I suspect Lucy will probably be the one that gets most abuse today. Well, I'm just guessing. It might be Dave, it's normally Dave, but Ricky's not here, so we've got to pick a target from somewhere. But let's start as we normally do with intros, and top left of my screen is Mr. Sharp. So Dave, where are you and what are you wearing? I am just outside Glasgow, as of, uh, well as I have been for the last nine months, and talking of 2020, I am wearing the new Accutron Space View 2020 uh, limited edition, and it is awesome. Very cool. Very it looks nice. so cool. <laughs> Good. And next up is Arthur. Hey, everybody. I'm Arthur. I'm Tick Tick Vroom on Instagram. And for the next couple of weeks, I'm coming to you from Florida. And today I am wearing my IWC Top Gun chronograph. In honor of Lewis Hamilton. Uh, and then <laughs> next up is uh, UK based Sam. Sam, where are you and what are you wearing? Hello, yep, so I'm Sam um, at Time on Our Hands on Instagram, uh, coming from Tunbridge Wells, Kent in the UK, and I'm wearing my Oris Axis, which, yeah, wear it a lot, love it. Very nice. Philogius, where are you? What are you wearing? Hi guys, uh, Philo here, Walrus Watch on Instagram. I'm wearing the Explorer 2, uh, the 16570. Yeah, I just got it, like, last week. Absolutely thrilled with it. Congrats. Very nice. And then Lucy. Hello, I'm Lucy. I'm the Watchbox Diaries on Instagram. I'm coming at you from England, sadly. Forever in England at the moment. Um, today I'm wearing a borrowed um, <laughs> Di Amiga Dynamic, if you can see that. Oh, nice. Is that borrowed or stolen? Same thing. It's borrowed. It goes back to the same watch box. <laughs> you know, it's just sat in there for a while, so I thought I'd give it a little bit of rest time. Cool. Uh, Ralph, you're up next. Yeah, hi, Ralph. Uh, Coolpep underscore watches on Instagram from Dubai, and I'm wearing my Tudor Black Bay GMT today. Very good. And last, but by no means least, stateside Sam. Hey, I'm Sam. I'm from Colorado right now, and you can find me on Instagram at Sam and Her Watchbox. And today I'm just wearing my Timex Waterbury. Oh, I can't see. It's okay. Good stuff. Excellent. So that is it in the chat. I see we have Gigi, and we have Engineer Wannabe, the man who broke the Oris story. So do check out Engineer Wannabe's uh, channel on YouTube, obviously after you've watched this and all the rest of it. So it's on with the show. We have seven of you in the room today. So in theory, we only need six numbers. But to mess it up a bit, mess with everybody's heads, and to make a nine really mean a nine, and then a zero really mean you don't like it, we're going to let you keep all the numbers zero to nine and play around uh, with that as you will. But who is going to be first up? Well, first up is going to be the first person that messaged me. And is therefore the person that managed to secure the watch that four of you wanted as your choice. And I'm sure that that is going to mean it's going to attract all the big zeros uh, from all of the willing uh, yeah, compatriots here. And so we're handing over to Floatlight Dave for this. It's on Fratello, the Silver Snoopy Award 50th anniversary. So first up, who else chose this? Who else wanted this? I reckon UK Sam. No, I thought it was two of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I chose it or tried to because it's it is my favourite, but that might not be reflected in my score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in it to win it, I chose it too because it's so sweet and so positive. Yep. Well, Dave, have you actually handled one of these yet? Because I'm thinking of giving you a technical rule out because no one's actually seen one in the flesh. It's all just press. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm unwilling to answer that question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No, you know what? No answer is as good as an answer. 
So it's, it's, it's the, an old Scottish court terminology, not proven. Not, not proven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a very that's a, that, that should be a phrase used more often in the world of what yeah. not proven. Not, not proven was the not proven was the best ever court verdict because it basically means yes, he did stab his mum to death, but we couldn't actually prove it, which is yeah. just the best way to come out of a trial. Uh huh. So <laughs> yeah. why is this the watch that brought a smile to your face in a general year of rubbishness? Okay, so. To be fair, there was a few options that I thought about for this, but I just I just kept coming back to this for a few reasons. Um, probably more over than not because I am a complete and utter Omega fanboy, and you know what it does when it comes down to um, Speedmasters, they're my thing. Um, I think a there was a lot of hype around this watch anyway, and I think the beauty of it is that they managed to pull off something that combines a little bit of kind of um, irreverence and fun whilst being a really classy watch. Um, you know, the last Snoopy that Sam's, you know, obviously uh, last week was talking about is an amazing watch as well. But, you know, I don't think it's quite as classy looking as a watch as this. I think that blue with that kind of silvery off-white on it just looks amazing. It's a fantastic looking watch. Um, the whole movement on the back you know that hidden little easter egg on the back of the case back as well is where they put all the kind of real fun for it for me um but whilst get bringing something to the speedmaster that's really not been there before you know that kind of there's been some fantastic case backs but having that kind of automation on the case back just really is a cracking little easter egg and it's a proper talking point that if someone maybe wants to talk about the watch or you hand it to them you just don't talk about the back until they flick it over and have a quick look and suddenly like it, it dawns on them what's going on there it's just it's such a good tactile piece it's and it's going to be one of these pieces that you can take as many photographs and videos of it as you want but until you get one in your hand and actually play with it which kind of i think gives another drawback to you know mechanical timepieces and that tactility to them um this is something that's going to be you'll want to physically actually hold it start the chrono stop the chrono watch it actually moving so i think it's you know it puts a smile and you know it, it will put a smile on pretty much anyone's face i'm sure there'll be plenty of folk who'll say why would you want to buy a cartoon character on a watch etc etc but but you know, it's got you know there's a there's a genuine story behind it, and actually, if you look a bit deeper into um, Snoopy's relevance with NASA and with the space program, um, the safety awards, everything that it actually stands for, whilst it is quite a cuddly cartoon character, there is a genuine serious message to it, and it really kind of you know brought brought around a wholesale change in mindset with safety at NASA, and you know ultimately. Whilst there's been accidents since it was introduced, ultimately there definitely has people people's lives have been saved, you know, by the whole kind of uh, Snoopy Award there as well. In regards to the watch, I think the other thing about it, 2020, there's no two ways about it. Pardon my French, but it's been a shit year, you know, and uh, it just is a it's a it's a shit year that keeps on giving more shit. And you know, one of the big things about this watch is it was introduced and it was meant to obviously have been on the market in small numbers round about when it was introduced, but then due to some, um, how shall I put it politely, Internal IT complications, um, so, some and IT complications at Omega um, and within the Swatch group, it, it delayed it, um, which of course was just like getting another kick in the proverbials. Uh, so you launch a watch that everyone wants and then they say, oh, by the way, you can't have it because some nefarious person somewhere decided to cause an IT structure to fail. But uh, the news that I did find out today was that it's looking very much like the first few will be delivered just before Christmas. So if that is the case, then um, a couple of things is A, it's a pretty good way to round out a pretty shit year if that lands in your lap for Christmas. So that's that's a win. And even if it is late and it rocks up early in the new year, then it's a pretty good start to 2021, isn't it? So um, mm. whatever way you look at it, it's a cool looking watch with some really unique little points of difference in it. I was looking pretty classy you could pull it off with a suit and, and not not worry about it and it's just it's just a cool watch and you know also it's not limited edition that's a win in my book you know mm. so yeah it'll be hard to get for the first whatever six months nine months 12 months but there'll, there'll be a little bit of scalping goes on but ultimately if you want one and you want to pay a list for it as long as you're willing to hang on a little bit you will you will most likely get one so, so they've got one in the post. Who else is tempted to get one of these? 
anyone else actually ordered one. Well, I'm on a list, but yeah, let's see what happens. So three of that's you are going to end up with a swatch. That's three of you that Lucy is going to fall out with due to characters on on watches. Uh, anything of sorry. I don't mind them on other people. It's their choice. <laughs> you know. they, are, they, are, they are amazing, and it's like it, it will. It will. It will also match because I am lucky enough. I've actually got a silver Snoopy pin, so it'll um, it'll it'll cheer me up having it beside that. And so Arthur and Ralph, who are also looking for one of these, what particularly attracts you to them? Well, first of all, yeah, I think for me, it's it's the for my taste the best looking silver snoopy they've done i really love that that blue panda dial look and the fact that that the dial is actually more of a silver than a white i think it's really cool um i'm really into space history and and i work in aerospace so you know knowing the real history of, of the silver snoopy award um and to be honest the case back it's a bit of a gimmick but i love it the moment i saw that i was totally sold because I just love things to play with. That's one reason I love chronographs, and <laughs> it's really fun. Is this going to be a joint purchase in the Tick Tick Boom family? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. And Ralph, why were you particularly attracted to this? Well, I always, yeah, I always wanted to have a Speedmaster, and still don't have any. Yeah, so I thought, well, there's a few sides of the moon that were quite interesting, but then. Uh, this Snoopy came along, and I think this is just amazing. I mean, we have Woodpecker on it as well. So, yeah. what can you want? I mean, it's amazing. It's a, it's it's just love, a lovely watch. So, I think, um, yeah. Well, let's give it some votes. Bearing in mind, some of you also wanted this watch in your choices and were sadly beaten to it by Dave. So, I expect the scores to reflect personality as well as what you think of the watch. But let's give it some votes. So first up voting for this is going to be a stateside Sam. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me just remember before you vote that zeros will result in inflicted violence at some point in the future. <laughs> I know, I keep scoring you like zeros every week. I'm sorry, but not this week. I'm giving it giving it a solid, solid five. Okay. Solid five from Sam. You will you will survive for another week. <laughs> and, uh, UKB Sam. Um, yeah, obviously, massive fan of Snoopy. Love the watch. Can't wait to actually just see one in person. And um, so it's seven from me. Good, good. Don't forget to give your scores in the chat and suggesting the watches that are also viewer of 2020 picks. Next up to vote is Lucy. It's got a cartoon character on the watch. It does, but it's mm. not like horrendous. <laughs> the rest of the watch itself is really lovely. So. Amazing people, exactly. Four will result in a painless death. Anything more than that. Yeah. Like to see a try. Okay, so I just now publicise our new channel, Scottish Watches Fight Club. <laughs> uh, Lucy and Dave as a birthday match. I did say I'm originally from Tamworth, so <laughs> that's, good, that's a good. That, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to rethink your threats. Forget <laughs> <laughs> give it a vote. Yeah, I hope I don't regret this later. But it's a nine. Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh. I mean, it, it, if if you're talking, I'm pretty sure there are other watches that were probably better in you know mechanical watchmaking, but. If you're talking about smiles on faces, if Snoopy doesn't put a smile yeah. on your face, I mean, what else will? Yeah. On, a a rare point, but valid point. Yeah, I think on that point as well, the interesting thing about that is it has got the new movement in it. And actually, yes. from a from an accuracy and technical perspective, yes, you'll maybe get better finished. Yes, you'll maybe get you know more complications or whatever. But actually, from an accuracy and quality point of view, you'll struggle no matter what you spend to get a better an actually better movement than that movement that's in that watch. Does Arthur agree, or does he just want yeah. it more than you do? Uh, today I'm going to take the philosophy of, of rating the watches rather than the person, so I'm going to be honest and not take <laughs> revenge, and I'm going to give it oh, an eight. An eight. <laughs> Very good. And Ralph, are you going to be as magnanimous, or are you going to be no. German? 
Same eight, just not not giving the nine because it's not my pick, but uh, it would have <laughs> been. <Okay. laughs> Excellent. Well, next up is an interesting, and a lot of the choices there are reflective really of the companies that have probably had a good year. Uh, but next up is Stateside Sam, and she's going to have to justify for herself this particular choice. This is the new Chronomat range from Brightling. I'm hoping hmm. this is the right uh, ones that I've picked, the 56s and the 52s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in particular, the one I like, I really like this green. That one's my favorite, yeah. That is so, the one. I love that one. Tell us all about what Brightling has been up to and why this should be considered I... a Smiles Watch of the Year. Yeah, this, this one was just a surprise for me overall um you know 2020 was full of surprises but this one was a good surprise for me um <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of brightling it's not really my my thing sorry dan if you're watching but i i just really en- enjoyed uh the this whole line we were actually me and other sam and lucy were talking about uh, uh brightling the other day and just how like the uh, what would you say you can't tell anybody about that yet. Be quiet. Oh, you can't, you can't we were talking. We were, just, we were just talking in general. Nothing. We were just talking. <laughs> we were just talking about about Brightling and how um, the the previous this uh, this year there was also another uh, Chronomat, the forty two Chronograph that was brought out to, uh, this year and they actually won the uh, GPHG iconic line and how we we're saying that they kind of brought back that vintage look in that vibe that really worked the chronomat's been out since 1984 and so i liked how they they brought back that timeless design i really enjoyed that um that bracelet i really really that's what caught my eye the first uh time i saw it it, it looks so good it has that sporty feel but very classy still um i th- i think for women in particular they could uh, really make it look that sporty watch or just change it up with a nice strap and make it a little bit dressy, especially since the, this specific specific line has the just the regular clean bezel or the ones that have diamonds in it. So I really liked how they played the field with this um, line, whereas some where they some watches kind of go for, yeah, I'll, we'll make women's watches, but we're going to just put tons and tons of diamonds in it and just throw it at you and think oh yeah you're, this is what you're gonna like right um so I like how they 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 kind of gave a little bit of both worlds um for yeah for those women that want something sparklier something a little bit more eye-catching something maybe they want as more of an accessory than as a, a timepiece but also having that classic clean look um the green mint dial is my favorite I absolutely love it and it, it ranges about from depending if you want the diamonds, and also there's like a solid gold one um, from like four thousand to like twenty thousand. So depending on your price range, I feel like it's it's manageable. Um, but I I just felt like it was just a very surprise um, thing from Brightling. It's not busy. I've like they came out with a Navitimer this um, this year as well, and I. It's very busy to me. It's not something that I'm, it's, I'm a fan of personally. So I like the, the cleanness of this. Good, good. Uh, apologies if my sound is slightly dodgy. Uh, Dave is reporting what it is. Uh, can everybody else hear me okay at the moment or is it sounding a bit laggy and horrible? Not laggy, it just sounds like you've got a bag over your head and you're on the back of a transit van at this point in time. That's why Ricky's Ricky's not here. Uh, Good stuff. Right, let's give this uh, some votes then. The right one. So first up to give it a vote is going to be returning the favour of Sam's fan. It is going to be Dave. So what do you think, I am going to give that, and I again am not a particularly massive Brightling fan. The, Navi, the classic Navi timer is always good, but actually that's that's going to get a solid six because that bracelet is amazing. It looks fantastic. Kind of reminds me a little bit of what Tudor have just brought out as well with the Royale. Um, kind of you know simple. If you get a stainless steel watch, inexpensive. You get plain one. You get a diamond one. You get some nice dial colours in it. The only thing I don't like about it is even on the plain bezel, those kind of superimposed numbers at kind of 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, if it had just been a, either a, 
smooth bezel or something without that relief on it, it would have been pretty much bang on perfect. But, you know, cracking looking watch and uh, you, you wouldn't be unhappy if you had one. And for the money, it's a fantastic entry. Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset because the day they came out, I was right near the Breitling boutique where I, near I live and I didn't ask if they had them yet. And I really should have because I, I was curious to see that if that was something yeah. that would really bother me. But I'll, I'll go back soon. Yeah, but no, solid looking watch. Nice alternative to a Black Bay or something if someone wants a nice entry level watch for, you know, what is it, 3K UK roughly for a stainless one. Yep. Nice option. Hey, you too, Sam. Yeah, um, love it. Um, I agree with everything Sam said. Um, and I think it's, I sort of like the original Chronomats, and I think Breitling went a little bit off track with re-releasing like the Navitimer that's not a Navitimer because it's not a chronograph and it's you know <laughs> they put diamonds on it and I know um but I think this sort of um reissues like the chronomat yeah I do really like it I really like the green dial as well and the bracelet so it's an eight from me Ooh, very good mm. very good Lucy no cartoon characters in this watch there isn't <laughs> um no I really like it I like that there's customization options to it you know if you want it nice and simple and plain you've got those options if you want to add diamonds if you want to add color you do have the option um also quite like the bracelet as well it's you know you don't see them like that very often so it is a middle of the road there's a five for me i I don't know what's coming yeah it's a six from me I, i love it i love the size you don't find many sports watches in that size nowadays especially not with uh, this many colors you know this many variations so so it's a really cool watch uh, i just wish the bezel was uh, you know like a dive bezel or something or completely smooth so yeah mm. all righty arthur i do think it's the best thing breitling did this year but <laughs> you know me that's not necessarily <laughs> saying that much um, <laughs> uh, i i actually do like it quite a lot but i'm i'm with dave and philo that the, the bezel's the only thing that's a bit iffy for me, but they stuck with their design language for that watch. So sure. uh, I get a three. And Ralph, finally. Seven from me here uh, because it's innovative. It's a new design. It's still a Breitling. Breitling is back, I think. They have won two GPHG awards. So I think there's something going on with them and I think they're on the right track and uh, I have a soft spot for Breitling in any case. So. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to Monday's podcast for commentary on Breitling winning two GPHG awards and whose fault that is. Uh, so tune in for that on Monday. But in the meantime, you can see about justifying this choice. And this is a choice from UK Sam, and it is the Oris Holstein Edition. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... I've cheated a little bit. Obviously, fantastic watch, but I also think fantastic year for Oris um, as a whole. Um, I think their uh, popularity has grown, their awareness of, you know, about the brand. People are sort of really learning about them, loving them, loving what they do. Um, so I'll say a little bit about the watch and maybe a little bit more about, yeah, why I just love Oris, really. Um, so this is um, the first, I want to say first, what with a bronze bracelet. Um, so a lot of brands have the bronze cases, but this is the first one that has a bronze bracelet um, as well. Um, got the Oris there on the back. Everyone loves Oris there. <laughs> <laughs> Competing with Steve a little bit there, but um, uh, Oris there has quite a trousers. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Um, but uh, <laughs> has what? <laughs> he has quite tight trousers. If you, oh. if, you if you look at any pictures of Morris there, <laughs> I've really been looking at how tight his trousers are. So. <laughs> you won't be able to unsee it. I'll see it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it's a really fun watch. Um, uh, obviously, the bronze like wears really well. Um, Rolf himself has got a bronze driver 65 and the photos of it are gorgeous. Whenever he talks about it, he's always really passionate about how he wears it um, when he takes his daughter to the beach and how the patina just reminds him of the time spent at the beach with his daughter. Um, and yeah, I just think it's um, all like, uh, yeah, sort of a, a thanks um, 
you know, what what are we thankful for this year? I think Oris of the Brown has kind of got to say thanks to them, all the good causes that they've done um, during lockdown, like um, the sort of Oris enthusiasts are sort of really sending out gift gift packages and things like that, and the um, initiative, the Help the Hero, Help the Hero, Help the Heroes initiative, um, where they sent out um, like 50 watches, I think it was in the end, to, um, you know, frontline workers and things like that. Um, so yeah. I don't even know whether that's tight or whether he's just got that gut that hangs over. No, I'll send you another photo. Sam, there's not a picture of me and you, Sam, with Oris Bear in America that's highly inappropriate, is there? Oh, yeah. mm. I think <laughs> Stephanie's in one of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. Let, 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 let's just say he's packing more than a holster. <laughs> well, slightly more dis- disturbing with the actual 3D sculpture than it is with the cartoon on paper. Definitely, it? it definitely is. Yeah. Especially, especially on side profile. Side profile, it gets real interesting. <laughs> okay then. So let's bear more horse. Let's, let's, let's score the watch rather than the bear, oh, yeah. shall we? So, Dave, give Sam a vote for a choice of yours. I hope you need this one. I've actually, luckily, I've got one of these, which I very luckily got in my matching limited number. It's going to be a seven from me. It is a a fantastic watch. Um, It's really cool. You're right, the bee bear on the back is pretty cute. Um, And it does, it's beginning to patina up properly nicely. So it's now more a dirty bear than a clean bear. Um, uh, which we've just discussed anyway, but uh, it's it's really cool because it, when it comes out of the box as well, with the whole watch with the strap in the case being bronze, but the dial being um, being actually a gold dial on it, it all looks very similar color wise. But as the case darkens and the the bracelet darkens, you begin to see the gold dial really begin to pop out of the watch as well. So it's as it, it ages, it it, lo- it just looks like a different watch now, and it is really cool. The only side strange thing is it it has a specifically pungent aroma because um bronze definitely has a quite a metallic um smell to it as well so don't ever lick it because it's not pleasant because i i made that mistake when i was Why drunk are you licking watches anyway <laughs> I, I was dared and usually when i'm drunk and someone says do that i usually do it oh, i shouldn't have told you that should i oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Watch, <laughs> next watch meet up it's <laughs> that's not going to come back to bite you it's not me even bitten that you need to worry about. <laughs> Stateside Sam, what's your vote? Um, I'm giving it a, a solid six. I, I really like it. Good stuff. And Lucy, don't be afraid of the bear. Uh, Bears on the back, it's fine. Okay. True. That, that, that's cute, you know. Um, yeah, love what Oris are doing this year. Um, love the bronze, something a bit different. I would be intrigued to see how the bronze patinas and how it ages, especially with the, um, especially on the bracelet. So, Dave, send send some pictures in. Yeah, there's I'll a good article on Hadinki um, as well where it just started patina. Oh. I'll send pictures, no problem. Oh, sorry, pictures of, of the watch. Of yes, the watch. I'll send pictures of the watch. <laughs> of the watch, please. <laughs> yeah, we can see your patina already. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought not having Ricky on the show today was going to make it cleaner how wrong I was. Sorry, uh, I'm not even on all, the wine today either. It's, it's, it's all about suggestion, Rick. All about suggestion. Uh, Philogius, what's your point suggestion for this? Yeah, it's a three for me. I've never been a fan of bronze. I mean, it's a great looking watch, but I just can't imagine wearing a, a patina one on my wrist. So, Oris is great though. Bear's really cute. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that makes all the difference. Arthur, uh, kind of right in the middle of the road for me. I'm not also a huge bronze fan, um, but I think it's a beautiful design. So I'm, I'm going to save my big score for later. Give this a four. A four, and finally for this round, Ralph. I think it's 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 a cracking watch. I give it a nine. Uh, it smells smells like your grandmother's wallet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> brings back memories um i guess <laughs> so how much did you no, take from not. there <laughs> <laughs> as, 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 
Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It actually does smell like it smells like, and this is a peculiarly British thing and an old thing. You might remember this, Rick. Brace yourself. When, when when one and two pence coins were actually yeah. metal, ah. and do you remember? Do you remember like if you get like a pocket full of change and you would get that kind yeah. of smell in your fingers? Yes. Yeah. It's basically yeah. it's exactly what it smells like. Oh my god! The two pence <laughs> coin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And does the watch clean up in the same way if you either dip it in HP sauce or in full fat Coca-Cola? Yeah, actually, um, I, I tried it actually with, um, I left the watch itself to patina up, but I, a couple of links I took out and I just left them sitting on the windowsill just to kind of patina in the air and the sun and stuff. And they went quite dark and literally I just dunked them in brown sauce, left mm-hmm. them for about two or three minutes, washed it under the tap and it was back to straight bright shiny. I don't think any of our American listeners or indeed participants will know what brown sauce is. Is there an equivalent in the States to brown sauce? How do you even describe brown sauce though? The best thing ever in the world, (laughs) full stop. It it is just so much better than ketchup. There's just no competition. I think I've I've had it in the UK and yeah, I don't think we have anything comparable. The north-south divide as well. Is it like south of Midlands? You you learn very quickly when you're yeah, when you're a child, you learn very quickly that when your mother tells you that you must eat what's ever in front of you, that you have brown sauce with everything because it will disguise the taste of anything known to mankind. <laughs> and as long as you like brown sauce, everything becomes edible. It's a window. Probably illegal in the States, so that's probably why you don't know what it is. I should yeah. have had, to, had this as a child, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, does it not worry you that if you put your watch pieces in brown sauce... And it does that to the watch. What is it doing to your stomach? All I'm going to say is, if, if you go, if that's your theory, never drink Coca Cola <laughs> or Iron Brew. Yeah. Or Iron Brew. Yeah. Or anything with sugar in it. Yeah. So much. <laughs> anyway, right, that's good scores there. Uh, but next up is another Oris. Oris have been having a good year, and we've got two choices here. So it's Lucy mm. to tell us as to whether this particular Oris is better. Than the Oris we've just had. Basically, it's a fight between Sam so, and it's an Oris off. An Oris off. This is the Oris Roberto Clemente. Mm. Something to do with under overarm cricket or underarm cricket or something. I don't really get it. But, uh, Ch- ch- children, children's cricket. Children's baby cricket. Yeah. Uh, so round, uh, rounders. Rounders. Yeah. Oh no, round, rounders is tougher than this. Come on. <laughs> I, I would take offense if I cared at all about baseball, but I don't. I, yeah, I didn't pick this for baseball, unfortunately, although I do like the combination of sports and, and matches. Um, I picked this because I absolutely loved it. Tried it on um, in the Midlands. <laughs> He's doing his counting there. Um, and it fits like a, an absolute dream. Um, it's 40 mil obviously based on the, the big crown point of date. Um, but Oris, like, as Sam was saying, has been doing so incredibly well this year. They're definitely heading in the right direction for um, more noticeability, I guess. Um, you know, people are actually just discovering Oris a bit more now. Um, always loved this design anyway of the, the big crowns, but I like that this is also... Um, helps towards a good cause so the um foundation um sorry i get comfortable <laughs> <laughs> the reverse Clemento foundation um actually partnered up with oris on this um and i believe they help teach young or underprivileged children um get help get them into sports as well so there's that side of things as well a little bit heartwarming feelings um and the way that they've created it is really good as well so the dial and the details are sort of based on his uniform that he wore um the 3000 edition was he was on three three thousand hits um in his career before he passed as well so there's little bits like that so the strap as well is sort of based on um a baseball mitt and I love how that's all come together and it's just visually a beautiful watch. So, and I love the loom on it as well yeah. with the um, cathedral hands. Yes, I do like this watch. I'm not a big fan of the normal uh, Oris point of date, but this no? is a particularly attractive uh, version of it. 
Anybody got this watch or anybody else seen it up close and personal? I've not got it, but I've seen it. Um, I've got a couple of other variants of that watch in different dials, but that dial is pretty, pretty hot. It is nice, it is nice. So, let's take to the vote. Uh, first up is Dave, who's just finished speaking. Vote for Lucy. Mm. Uh, oh, I feel <laughs> Are you going to go the watch or the person? <laughs> oh, no, I'm, going, I'm going to go for a combination. It's genuinely a lovely watch. And uh, you, you're right, I think um, Oris actually, and not just in lots of watches, they do kind of charitable things, whether it's Clean the Ocean, yeah. uh, these kind of foundations, the educational foundations. You know, there's a lot of watches that they do. Um, so they can do limited editions, but tie it in with maybe something of, of a good cause like that. And they don't tend to make the dials overt. So, you know, like the, the case back's usually quite cool, but ultimately you can wear the watch and no one would really know that it's a X, Y, or Z, but you know. Um, so, yeah, I really like them and they wear super well and they are a great company. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Solid five. Good stuff. So after Dave's combo vote of five, which means he basically gave Lucy a two and a three, then yeah. we have Stateside <laughs> Sam. I like this too. I really enjoy it. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I, I wouldn't personally get it, but I think it's a four. I can't see any of my numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good, stuff. Good stuff. And you face Sam. Um, yeah, love it. I mean, I was also going to go for yeah that watch. I've seen that in the bronze. Um, <laughs> yeah, can't wait to see one in person. I know I'm going to love it, and it might even be sort of a next watch. Um, I'm going to go for six. Yeah. And then August. Yeah, it's a four for me. It's a it's a great looking watch. Great cause. Always is a it's a very awesome brand because of all the work that they do. It's uh, just not just not for me. So. And Arthur, this for you. Similar, I think the the theme. I'm not really a baseball guy. I couldn't see myself buying it and wearing it and feeling like I authentically understood what it was about. But I think aesthetically, it's really, really nice. So um, let, with what I'm left with, I'm going to give it a five. Good stuff. And finally, Ralph. I don't like pointer dates. Really, <laughs> I don't like pointer dates. Uh, I don't like cathedral hands. Um, but I did play baseball and I think in general I like that watch and I like their social engagement so it gets a four you're like your very own Statler and, and Waldorf and, there and hopefully Dan's listening in because remember Dan nobody likes pointer dates Mark's Mark 40 Speedmaster's pointer dates <laughs> I, to be honest whenever I see a pointer date I'm like this is a really crap GMT that looks like it has 31 hours what the hell <laughs> I really like them. Yeah, they've, got a, they've got a vintage vibe to them. So. No, I don't. I don't hate them, but I do. I do see that whenever I see that extra hand, I'm like, no, that's not GMT. No. Okay. Well, we still seem to be suffering from some some sound problems. I'm not hiding inside a factor. I am where I always am. No one's, no one's but paid the ransom yet, and no they won't be paying either. either. <laughs> but you probably could pay the ransom with this next choice. Uh, which is from Philogius. And this was a bit more, uh, there was clearly some Philogius thought went into this. Uh, this is from JLC. Ooh. This is the Master Control Chronograph Calendar. So why this bring a smile to your face this year? Final. Yeah, so, so this one is a bit more personal, I guess, because uh, Watches and Wonders launch when... Uh, Singapore was right in the middle of our lockdown. It was a really shitty time. And uh, this was the best, this was the best watch in that period from, from the entire launch for me. I was amazed at uh, the amount of value they got. I mean, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's like 14.5 US from what I understand. But the, you get an automatic chrono. You get an annual calendar. It's all in-house. And it's in a really nice, small, you know, wearable package. I mean, you... A lot of chronographs are thick at the risk of getting really low votes from Dave. Uh, Speedmasters, I mean, they are like 13 and upwards. And those are manual winds. 
I, I know I know that that is probably a valid reason why that that is so, but you know it, it's just it's just way way more wearable than 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 the most <laughs> than 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 most chronos you get, and it has an annual calendar. So to get these kind of complications in this kind of you know in this kind of package in this kind of price, you don't get that anywhere. It's something like I could actually see myself getting one day. And I, I just thought it was an amazing watch, something you know to look forward to when when things all get better. Yeah, it's a lovely choice. Uh, lovely choice. It certainly wouldn't have sprung to mind for me for a watch of the year, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great effort from GLC and reasonably priced when you add all the bits together. What's everybody else's thoughts? It's like Dave. Why is the Speedmaster so thick? Let's just not have this conversation. Um, it's a, it's a completely to me. It's a totally different watch. Um, but I actually very, very much do like this watch. Um, you know, JLC is a funny brand. You know, like a lot of people just instantly think Reverso, and that's all they ever think of it. But they do some fantastic watches in there. Um, I actually really like it. It's a fantastic package. You know, one thing you know they are, the old uh, the old saying goes with JLC, isn't it? They're the watchmakers' watchmaker and it is true they do some fantastic movements and it's, it's just a great looking package for a no not it's not cheap but it's it's it's, it's, it's relatively speaking good value for what you're getting compared to what you'll get from pretty much anyone else and it'll be as well made and as well thought out as you'll get from anyone else as well so as a surprise you could have an eight oh <laughs> jumping, jumping ahead jumping ahead but yeah let's give it some votes so an eight from dave uh stateside sam you're up next what would you it's a this? seven. Oh, very good. This might do quite well, I fear. UK Sam. Um, I'm kind of used up a lot of my high numbers, but um, yeah, do do really like it. Um, I think yeah, it's in size and the value for money is definitely good. Um, five. And a five, Lucy. Six. Okay, six from Lucy. Yeah. And Arthur. You've been buying photographs recently. What do you think of this one? I absolutely love it. I think it's, I, I love the complications, the overall design. They've also managed to, as JLC can do, ride this very, very fine line between dressy and slightly more casual. And I think it could be dressed up or down really well. Uh, I forgot about this one. And you reminded me this is probably one of my favorites of the year. So I'm giving it a nine. Very good. And finally, Ralph, are you up there in the nines or down the zeros? No, in the six. Uh, love, love JLC. It's a great brand and uh, still want a Polaris one day. Um, but yeah, this is a good, good, good choice. I like it. Good stuff. We have two watches left to discuss. So he is up next. I was actually just one. thinking, like, how many are left? So. Yes. Yeah. So no, my numbers are. We have are. two left and we have something a bit left field from Arthur, who I think is just trying to get brownie points within his household. Uh, he is nominating this particular Zenith, I hope. It's the one I've got on the screen. Yes. Oh, nepotism, oh. nepotism, I'm calling <laughs> nepotism. This is the Zenith Defy Midnight Blue Gradient. This is the watch. Did you buy this for your wife or did your wife buy it for herself? She bought it for herself. All right. Yeah. Okay. But, but, for both of us, one of our favorite releases of the year. So this is a 36 millimeter version of the Zenith Defy. Um, again, they've, they've marketed it towards ladies. There are, you know, there are diamonds on the dial subtly in the steel bezel versions, but then you can also go full bling if you want. Um, to me, the star of the show is the, the blue gradient dial and the pictures Zenith uses don't really do it justice in person um, with how it shifts in the light. It's really, the, the pictures make it look like light blue to dark blue. It's more really of a, a blue to black transition. So, and there's tiny little stars all over the dial, some of which are loomed, which is just fun. Um, from, so in terms of putting a smile on your face, uh, it sure does it. Um, I think the proportions are a little better than the 41 millimeter models that um, they primarily market towards men. Um, the ingenious thing about this, though, is like some other brands have been doing, they've done a, a really, really easy quick release mechanism for the bracelet. It's just simply a button on the back of each end link. And rather than leaving you to 
by proprietary straps later, they include three straps uh, in the box. So it's, it's almost like a watch, you know, like a one watch collection in a box. And it's amazing how on Stephanie, she can dress it up or down, take it from, you know, this says so some more casual rubber straps with fabric outer portions. There's ones that match the dial and make it look dressy, or she can go with the full on the bling look on the, uh, on the bracelet. So sure. to me, I think it's one of the prettiest watches I've seen all year, um, particularly in the blue. And I, I just think Zenith put together like a really compelling package here. And depending upon your taste, you can pick color, you can pick, you know, your strap or your bracelet on a given day, and you're not compromising it. You know, if, if you want the one with the diamond bezel and the more sort of jewelry look, you're still getting the Zenith Elite caliber in there too. So it's some, some pretty, uh, pretty serious package of watchmaking too. Yeah. And it makes me smile. So there you go. Has it got an open case back? It does, yeah. Uh, and, and it's the really cool star-shaped rotor that they mm. use on a lot of these. Yep. It, yeah, like when I saw this watch come out, I was basically like, it's like Zenith went inside my wife Stephanie's brain and figured <laughs> out like what her dream watch would be and then put it <laughs> in the metal. So yeah, it's nice. my favorite. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, I love the case design of these in all the video sites. I do think it's probably my favorite case design uh, of the watch type. For I think it's a cool alternative to things like uh, you know, an Oyster Perpetual or a Date Just or whatever that's just got so much more personality to me. Mm. Um, so that's that's kind of the kicker. Good, good. Well, let's see if everybody else agrees. Dave, what are you giving me, Zenith? So we started off, you know, we started with high hopes and then it went to zero because I know your game and I know exactly what you're trying to do, buttering Stephanie up on a Friday night. That's just outrageous. But then you pulled, you pulled, you pulled, you pulled out a solid watch. And it is a great watch. That the bracelet on those is fantastic. It's very similar to the bracelet on the bigger El Primero uh, split seconds. Um, you know that kind of integrated look, and it is fantastic. It's super easy to swap. That blue dial, I can't decide between that and the kind of chocolate brown coffee dial. I think it looks amazing as well. Um, it's a nice size, everything about it, and it's it's a great looking watch. And as a surprise, you managed to get to a nine. Hey, I'm glad I didn't take uh, vengeance <laughs> upon you for picking the Snoopy. Seems like it paid off. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm hoping I've just resolved my audio problem as well. You have. Yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds a lot better. So, so, so you sound a lot better and you're also a lot poorer now. Imagine yeah. having to pay your own ransom. That's shocking. <laughs> Might finally transfer into the account. So sorry, Dave, I was distracted. Mm -hmm. What vote did you give that? Nine. A nine. Very good. Stateside Sam. I love this watch too. I think me and Stephanie had the same idea. I tried on the 41 millimeter a months and months ago and I loved it, but I was like, it's just a little bit too big for me, a little bit too chunky. I wish they made it in like a 36 and they did. So it's an eight. It's great. Uh, thanks, <laughs> uh, UK Sam. Um, initially, I was going to go a little bit lower it wasn't quite me but i think you sold it to me with you know the integrated straps or the you know the strap um, and it looks fantastic on stephanie um and yeah open case up i can just kind of fix that as well so i'm gonna give it my nine and nine oh, oh thank you, have you. Our first wow. ladies watch winner uh, hmm. uh yeah i'm on the same page as uk sam i wasn't sure to begin with um it's quite flashy for me but you definitely sold it. I like the um, easy release bracelet because usually it's a bitch on straps. Um, yeah, it is. So, yeah, and the fact that when it comes with three others as well, I think is is really smart of them. Um, and I love the gradient on it as well. So... A nine. What a nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sold another, bling to me. Well done. Another, <laughs> another fun detail is that the straps have a deployant, and, and the deployant is quick connect to the strap ends as well. So it's I all super nice. easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, super nice. Yeah, Zen nine justified. Thanks, Lucy. That's good. Uh, I think they're... I think, Sorry, go on, Dave. I was going to say, I think they're using... Um, that technology was the first put out with the group with TAG on the, connect, the second generation connected watch. 
that's got everything just clicks together and as much as folk hate that watch the way the way it's made and the way it goes together is amazing the way the straps just click in and the, the deployant clicks in it's absolutely amazing it's a proper bit of engineering there's a lot of scratch marks yeah well yeah. is this one for you or are you gonna give it a big fat zero <laughs> yeah, there aren't, there aren't many diamond diamond indices watches that I would even consider buying for myself. And, and this was one of them. That is, is really amazing. The size is just perfect. So, yeah, it's an eight. Good stuff. Cool. And Ralph? You get the highest number I've still left. It's a five. <laughs> right? Oh, I really it. love it. It's amazing. And I think that's something that my wife would love to. So, we will send her the video. Uh, seriously. So she can I'm going to have to get looking into that, I think. Good, good. Well, that then just leaves Ralph, who has Oof. rightly or wrongly left himself. I think this might this might backfire, Ralph. Sorry to tell you. Last week, I think you benefited from... Were you last last week? I think you were. And so you just got yes. all, the, all the sevens, because that's what everybody had left. This week, I fear... <laughs> yeah. This week, I fear that there might be a bit of a yeah. backlash to this GPH award-winning... Tudor Black Bay 58. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that's exactly what I wanted. That reaction. (laughs) See, (laughs) thing, just put yourself back. I know it was, it's hard, but put yourself back half a year, right? All the watch shows were canceled. All the watch brands basically said, you're not going to release anything this year. 2020 is a write off. You know, screw 2020. Nothing, nothing's going to happen. And then suddenly Tudor started to tease and to tease and to tease. And then this little blue 39 millimeter diver popped up and um, all hell broke loose, right? And it's just, the hype train went through town multiple times. All the brands thought, oh my God, we missed it. We missed it. Let's jump on the hype train. And they did. And every company afterwards started to release stuff during the pandemic because it was so successful. And it's not the most innovative watch, but sometimes just a different color is what everybody wanted, apparently. So there you go. I mean, um, it just opened the floodgate uh, and all the watch brands saw that during a pandemic, you can do a lot of business. You can restart everything. You can do marketing much cheaper. And they brought us all the Zoom releases and zoom meetings from all the watch brands around the world uh, releasing stuff that's the reason why uh, everything got so successful at the end of the year so i think they single-handedly just kick-started the the watch industry out of their little pandemic sleep so that's why it puts a smile on my face and also i have one so first of july those residual prices (laughs) (laughs) well i I think it's 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 okay it's uh, slightly above retail so, but uh, yeah, excellent. So, what does everybody think? Did Tudor save the Swiss watch industry during the pandemic by releasing this watch? Totally, mm. you got people talking, yeah, and excited. People got excited. It was, I think, people were expecting more than the watch was in terms of color especially um but it got people talking mm-hmm. about it so love it or hate it you know people were talking yeah. so okay so the watch itself i've got one as well it's a lovely watch i don't have a black um you know the black yep. variant the first variant because i didn't like the guilted dial and stuff but it was too it was lovely but too fussy for me that one aesthetically for me is perfect so yep can't knock the watch itself did did they kind of kickstart the watch industry again mm, i don't think so i think the difference with them is they are tudor is the same as rolex in that they are an ad led brand who don't want stuff sold online they don't want you know to embrace modern retailing to a certain extent there was plenty of other brands did release things through the pandemic that jumped onto the market and stuff i think it was different for tudor it was something that no one ever thought tudor would do which was drop a watch randomly without any warning kind of out the blue and as for it winning that award i mean come on i mean 
there was it's a lovely, lovely watch, don't get me wrong, but the category that it was in, there's nothing about the category it was in that tallied with that Challenge. watch. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There there was there was there was at least three or four other watches in there that actually did challenge in the true sense of the category. So I don't get why it won. It probably won because they're still trying to convince Rolex to enter the competition and if they keep giving Tudor prizes for long enough, eventually Rolex will give in would be my take on it. <laughs> but but if we're going real... on to scores. Mm-hmm. Go on, score it. If you're not score, you're only getting one because your See, opening pitch your opening pitch was let's go back six months. No, 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 no. Let's not go back six months. <laughs> See, that's a, that's that's it because because of because of Tudor, they, they just fixed it six months ago. I tell no, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, even even the, it's so polarizing. Even the two girls from Ten and Two, they said like, "Oh, rubbish! What a rubbish piece of engineering. The blue is just shit." Oh no, and no. And what did they say yeah, now? So they, they ate their words and suddenly it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it, it is a great watch and anyone who thought Tudor were going to go somewhere left field needs their head read. You know, like they, they made that, well, I'll say mistake. They brought out the P01 and that did cause controversy. And I've got one of them and it's a, that, that, that's what I wish Tudor would do more of. Or other brands for that take is, is do proper go left field another, on you. Another, another Iconaut. Yeah, but exactly. But, <laughs> yeah. but that, you know, if anyone expected them to bring out anything outlandish with a new Black Bay 58, they need their head red. I think you're underappreciating the challenge that it is for Tudor to re-engineer their machines to put a different colour of bezel on a watch that they've had released for the last oh, I two know. years. It's, I think that is a challenge. It, it's a challenge. The I mean, it, programming it's, involved in that. It's, it's an amazing uh, effort. It's true innovation. Yeah, the amount of, it, 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 I mean, that hits the bottom line of that charity. You know, it's like the charity can't be spending money willy nilly like that. It's just outrageous. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, little, little known fact: this color was was designed by NASA. Seriously, no, no. <laughs> I love. I yes, I love this watch. I do. I really do love the blue. I mean, it's not that inventive, but I do enjoy it. And my highest number is a nine and a three. So I'm giving you a nine. Oh, I thought, I thought I'd get a 12. Boom! <laughs> awesome. Thank you. UK Sam. Um, I love it. I see why it's popular. I just don't think it deserves to go too high. And I'm not going to use my zero, but I'm going to go low. Yeah. <laughs> Taking joy in other people's misery there. Uh, Lucy. I'm Scottish. Come on. <laughs> it's the only joy we get. It's not <laughs> raining the rest of the time. Um, yeah, I, it caused a lot, I say a lot of controversy, but it also didn't. Because I think people were expecting a lot more out of it than, you know, a different blue. But um, I actually have one here mm-hmm. um and they are much better in person than they were on any any site any pictures um why is it always like the actual brand's marketing pictures are shit compared to you know watch nerds pictures mm-hmm. um but it fits it fits really well um you know it's a really well made nice watch um so i'm gonna give it a seven not groundbreaking, but a good watch. From you talked years. up so much there that I thought you were going to kick him on the way down, but you know, yeah. you didn't give him a second. <laughs> yeah. No, I, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't want to damage the residuals of her own watch. Uh, Fungogius. Yeah, it's a seven from me as well. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I think they absolutely <laughs> nailed the shade of blue. <laughs> and, 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 and it's amazing how it feels. You can put it beside the original and it looks very different. I, I mean, the dimensions and all are the same, but it feels like a different watch. And it get, captures the other half of the market, you know, who didn't like the first one. And I think those who had, if they could afford it, they would probably get both as well. So it's yep. a great watch. Good old Arthur. So today I vowed not to rate the person. And I similarly, I'm not going to rate the story or the like the market impression. I'm just going to rate the watch. And don't let me down, Arthur. Do not let me down. 
Well, I was one of the people, I'm, I own the original, the guilt dial one. And I was one of those people that said, this watch is unnecessary. They were lazy. All they did was change it to another shade of blue. But just looking at that watch on its own, if mine, the guilt, the black dial didn't exist, I probably would be buying the blue one. Um, and on its own, as a watch, I really like it. I got to see one in person, uh, a friend of mine's, and I, I get it more than I did before. So my choices are zero, one, two, six, or seven. Mm. I think I'm going to go so with let, Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's, where's my little black book that needs another name for the book? You haven't lost to think this week. You're not dating. And, we and we it have all a came, word for this. It all came Floyd. down. <laughs> I, want, I want to come in second. It, hey. it all came down to seeing it in person and just thinking yeah. about the object and not oh, all yeah. of the the market analysis and the complaining and the story and the questions about whether they were innovating. It's just yeah. a good watch. Oh, so, that, that I can't deny. It is definitely a good watch. It's a cracking yeah. looking watch. That's why I bought one. So yeah, they, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's just someone has to get zero. Someone has to be the eye of my vitriol for this week. Okay, Wait, have okay. we given a zero out yet? Yeah. Uh, oh no, I actually, oh, damn, no, I forgot no, about zero. Damn no it. zeros have been given out today. There's been some ones. Look how You're nice they nice. are. Mm. Can, see, that's can, what can happens. I just, can I, I've not that's... used my zero. Can I, res, can I rescind my one? Yeah, you want a zero in there. <laughs> yeah. Put it in. Oh, sorry, I spoiled there. Put it in. Zero. <laughs> ah, I, I think I, the election election was already over. Oh, no, no, no. You're curing the ballot. Oh, no. <laughs> the result had been certified. <laughs> right, that's it. The result is now certified. <laughs> and there was one point in it between the GLC and the Speedmaster Snoopy until Arthur came along and wiped the floor with them. And so on a score of 48, the winner is the Zenith Defy Midnight Blue Good. Watch. Cool. Second that was the one that deserved it. Yeah, second yeah. was the GLC and then the Speedmaster Snoopy. Well done. Uh, then the Oris Holstein, the Breitling Chronomat, and the black bay blue and bringing up the tail ender. No, that's what you're getting cricket, isn't it? Tail enders. Bring it whoever it is the last person to go in baseball is was the Oris Roberto Clemente from Lucy. So there we go. That was a good that was a, a good effort, boys and girls. Enjoyed good that one. Yeah. Some good choices there. Hopefully everybody in the chat enjoyed it. Uh, apologies for some of the audio troubles early on and shout out to the likes of Engineers Karen. Is it Karan? You always pronounce his name Karan, Arthur, don't you? Yeah. Is, is yeah, it yeah. not just Karen? Is he not That's just what Karen? Dan calls him to really piss him off. All ah, right. <laughs> so that, that'll work. That's one view we've lost then. I show you to like to Stanford and uh, Mr. Ninja, who uh, wanted a blue P01. Uh, thanks to Derek and uh, Damien, who are in the chat as well. That was good. Thanks for joining us. What is coming up this weekend, Arthur, on your show on Sunday, 12 noon US, 5 p.m. UK? What have you got for us? Dan and I have a guest. We're having uh, Ben Hodges from Fratello on our show. Mm. So, did, did, uh, did me and Ricky sign off on that? No, we just, did it. we just did it. That's fair <laughs> <close>. <laughs> he's, yeah. been, uh, he's been a loyal <laughs> follower all along. And, he, uh, he just did an interesting article on the comparing the different aftermarket speedy flat link bracelets. So... I'm sure we're going to go down some Speedmaster rabbit holes, but yeah, should be fun. Yeah, good, good. Ben's a good lad. Uh, excellent. That'll be a good show. Just tune into that on the same channel on Sunday. Uh, what we've got coming? We've got a good interview coming up on Monday featuring Ryan Schmidt uh, from the mm -hmm. Wristwatch Handbook. That is well. I'm not sure how much of what we recorded will actually make the broadcast because I've, 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 I've heard I've heard some of the outclips. <laughs> Have you said some of the outclips already? <laughs> Uh, if you want to send us some money, we will uh, we'll let you into the WhatsApp chat and you can uh, share some of those uh, outtakes. But that will be a good episode. And check out this week's great episode, which features two of our people on screen just now, Sam and Lucy. Or are you the Lucy twins or the Sam twins? Because there's already a Sam on here. There's already two Sams. Yeah, so do we just change one of you to... So there's two Lucys, because I think by the end of the show, we decided you were actually twins. Yeah, so yeah. I, think, I think that's fair. Today. I know today we didn't yeah, even be like unintentionally matching. 
very good. Thousands so of miles out. away, and we're just like that connected. Check out that show as well, and there's lots more to come uh, in the following weeks. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will say goodbye, so we'll ask this lot to say cheerio. So it's goodbye from me, and goodbye from all of them. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye